0: Welcome, everyone, to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, Mike talks with Massachusetts family law and divorce attorney, Matthew Barrick. They talk about divorce in the times of COVID and about the book he wrote about his weight loss journey. How's it going, Matt? Oh, it's going great.
1: We're living in great times. Fun fun times, huh? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Has business gone up or down for you ever since then? bit of a roller coaster.
1: Uh... I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I think that, um, everybody was hunkered down and and stuck with their significant others and and loved ones. And, uh, you know, they, they weren't, they weren't coming out seeking divorce lawyers like myself. So we didn't have, it was sort of a kind of a little, I call it a pause, uh, in, in in life as for everybody. But I think as recently as people have started to uh, come outside and, uh, get outside over the summer and, and life has become whatever we call the new normal quote unquote, or more normalized. I think that it's started to, it's started to get busy, very busy actually. Uh, I think people went back to work, accepted what was going on. And now people are starting to come out of the woodwork and come out of their, uh, their caves to, to, you know, decide that they don't want to be married anymore. So it's, it's gotten pretty busy.
0: So Matt, uh, you have an interesting story um, about your. uh, Well, you've been kind of a big person, um, and then you you lost the weight. What what made you be uh, such a big person? um, Going on, I call it fat. Um, I think (laughs)
1: that I just call it as is. But now and now I'm a thin. But I wasn't. I I I always tell that I was a fat. Now I'm a thin. Uh, you, you know, it it it. You just, I always tell people when I'm asked that question is, I always didn't want to be fat. You know, you, you, you became that way after a certain period of time, living your life and, and stress and um, being a lawyer and, and all those things. And uh, and I just every year set that new New Year's resolution. And this year I'm, I'm going to turn it around. This year I'm going to become uh, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to take care of myself. And, and, you know, I had many, many, many stops and starts in that process. You know, you lose 20 pounds, you would have a good three months and then, and then life would kick in and the uh, reality would send in. And then at a certain point this time, the last time I was able to, to start off well, got it going, lost some weight. And then I got stuck. Or, and like you usually do, I think a lot of people do. And I got stuck where I couldn't lose any more weight. I'd lost some weight, but I was still fairly heavy, but I just, like, I, it just wasn't coming off anymore. And I just had an epiphany that I had a choice. This happened time after time after time that I'd get to that point where I had lost, you know, 15, 20, 25 pounds, feeling better, but I still had, you know, another let's say 40 to 50 to go, maybe more not much more than that, but but around there. And, and I, I I had a choice. I could continue to repeat the same pattern. And I just said, you know what, instead of getting off the train and the losing weight train, I'm going to, I'm going to double down. I'm going to recommit and say, all right, I lost that weight and I do have a long way to go, but I'm going to keep going. And, and I just kept going. Uh, I, I kept going and I kept doing the same, not just doing the same thing, but really doing it better, eating less, um, being more active. Uh, and I just committed to the, to the process, I sort of recommitted to the process, let's say, and doubled down on the experience and kept going and, uh, and going and going and going. And then I started losing again and kept losing. And then, then it perpetuated itself because I was really starting to make it work. and. Uh, taking off the pounds and feeling better and feeling healthier. I think it coincided with uh, a big birthday turning 50. That was sort of the goal that that this time. So maybe that was uh, more compelling to motivate me than in years past. But I, I, everybody asks me that. I, I just say, I just feel like I hit that road that everybody meets instead of getting, turning around and heading back and putting on the 25 pounds I recommitted and doubled down on my efforts. And that was the the epiphany that, that let's keep going. Let's not stop. Let's, let's really get this done this time. Uh, and let's fully, fully re-engage again and recommit. And instead of staying the same and getting no results, let's do even much better and start getting results again. And then once I did that, then the
0: weight came off. So how much have you lost now?
1: I lost, um, I lost, I think, in total, about 80, 83 pounds. Wow.
0: Uh, Congratulations.
1: Thank you. I mean, the most important thing is I've kept it off, which is, I think, the, the biggest thing, uh, you know, through the pandemic and through the last year. I think that's, that's, you know, losing the weight it was, it was difficult. It, it, it took time. But keeping it off, I think I'm I'm more proud of that. I've really committed to to being healthy and active and
0: watching what I eat
1: and my weight so,
0: and staying where I'm at. So at your law firm, um, I'm sure that you were probably the, the biggest man there. Are you now the skinniest person there?
1: Well, I I work with all female uh, uh, lawyers and associates, so I got to be careful here Oh. in the sphere of correctness. But I'm definitely the skinniest
0: guy in the office. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what what was your go your go to meal or or junk food that you would always crave when you were big?
1: oh man um you know I, so, so many things i you know ice cream obviously was awesome ben and jerry's you know Ben and jerry's those were great um you know uh my son had doritos lying around and i'm thin enough now that I, I could steal a handful but uh <laughs> I, don't if, I don't know if those were, were, were go-to because uh, i'll still grab them but you know i used to love. my, my thing wasn't so much junk food sense it was the, the big meals i think that's what actually makes us fat i think it was it was you know that that awesome you know spaghetti pound of spaghetti with the chicken parm or you know the chinese food buffet you know plate after sure. plate after the light. those are the things that i think kind of did me in over time is just you know mashed potatoes and that kind of stuff and uh you know lots of things with mayonnaise and you know those secret midnight runs going to McDonald's and uh, those kind of places uh, all all those are those, those I think those are the things that they made me in
0: after uh losing the weight that you have. do you ever look back and say, "Wow, how did I let myself get that big?"
1: Yeah, I don't like looking at the pictures um around the house, you know there's all these pictures, and i, I look at them like, what the hell was that?" You know, so there's definitely some some regret definitely, you know, lament, you know, um, why did it last so long? And, you know, I think that's what motivates me now. Like I, I had been running about almost 30 miles a week through the, through the pandemic until about six, seven weeks ago. And my, my muscles got so tight, I, my leg I couldn't walk basically. My, I just had overdone it. And, uh, I took a break and then today I actually uh, went out and did four miles the first time, about six weeks, felt great. And my leg feels good too. And I, I was, you know, running and like, you know, this is what I got to do. I got to keep, keep doing this. But I, I, you know, it just, that, it reminded me when I first started running, I was like, ah, I don't run six weeks. I don't, I don't want to do this again. But I'm like, Oh, I got it. If I, if I do this, then, you know, I can, I can continue to be an inspiration to hopefully the people and continue to, to stay fit and, and healthy. So I, I left the door, put on my sneakers and uh, my iPod and went and went, you know, took a lot. Um, I I think that 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 keep continuing to do it is what motivates me now. You know, I don't want. When I look at those fat pictures. I see myself. I'm like, I better go for that one.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I'll tell you this. I mean, I about four years ago, uh, some around there. About four years ago, I lost about a hundred pounds myself. Oh wow! <laughs> Went from two ninety to like one eighty. No, about some somewhere around there. Uh, around. Uh, 195 from from 290, and um, I'll tell you the hard work it takes just to lose weight.
1: Oh, it takes time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's and it's not easy. It's not easy because I think what it is is I think it's like any addiction. It's very difficult to break habits. Period. You know, and I think that's the hardest thing. Your your body, your mind, is so used to living and acting and being a certain way over so many years you know, whether it's weight or alcohol or whatever, whatever your vice is, um, it, you know, I, I, I do think that food's a bit of an addiction. Uh, you know, it's hard to, to stop that pattern behavior, you know, reaching for the fridge at 10, at night. Oh yeah. What'd you, like, what'd you like to eat?
0: What did I like to eat? Um,
1: yeah, what'd you, what'd you do? Uh,
0: it seems anything, I, I hate to say this, but anything processed, yeah. Yeah, I mean um, McDonald's. McDonald's and McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, so it's always quick to to just go to the go through the drive through and uh, grab like a uh, McDouble or some kind of meal or Big Mac. Or, oh yeah. Yeah, and then and
1: you eat that stuff so quick that you need like three of them. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you wonder why you put it on the way. What did you do to lose it? Did you did you keep it off? I hope.
0: Uh yes and no yes and no um what i do to lose weight i went to, i i joined the gym um and i was not liking what i saw in the mirror waking up each morning uh so i went to weight watchers and uh with uh um my mom me, me and my mom would, would always go to weight watchers and uh and then i would go work out at, at the gym for about an hour or somewhere around there and um then, uh, being the uh, spiritual person that I am, I would pray a lot as well. So those those three things kind of really really helped me.
1: Yeah, the gym the gym helps. I, I always feel like everybody's like at a different percentage. Um, you know, I have to eat ninety percent food, ten percent being active. But I I do think that I, I don't know what percentage is or how that works, and, and I don't care. But I I do know this: that when you're working out and when you're being active, it helps you. Eat less,
0: and I and
1: also I mean I I think that there's something about getting your body moving that perpetuates you to want to keep that body moving, and then I think that that helps I think with turning the food when you're stressed or you're upset or you know I I think going to the gym for an hour rather than going to drive through um, is I think that's the choices that you have have. When, when, when you have that available to yourself. I think that definitely helps.
0: So when when you were big, um, did your family say something to you like Matt? You have to really kind of get a grip here on your food, or uh, did your family say anything like that, or maybe yeah,
1: yeah, here here and there. Um, it wasn't, you know, I think after a while it becomes kind of accepted, but there was definitely, um, you know, some some pushback or, or or some definitely some encouragement that you know I, you know I so my wife that. You know, she was certainly inspirational in making sure that I, I got back to where I, I should be. Um, you know, there was definitely, you know, you got you to gotta worry about this. You're getting older. you got to think about it. But, you know, it gets accepted. You know, I think the problem is people, until you're ready to do it yourself, you just don't push yourself to, in that direction.
0: Oh yeah, that's,
1: yeah. I think it's just that's the problem. You just yeah, you can hear it from other people, and other people can talk to you, talk to you to, to blue in the face. But unless you're ready to commit to being uh, healthy and, and happy, and, and dealing with your stress
0: properly, and eating
1: right, uh, it's hard to tell people not to reach for the bag of chips. What the hell?
0: Do you now uh, pack a lunch uh, instead of going out to eat? Uh... When you No,
1: I'm, I'm good now. I, I do the, I do, I did my own diet. I, um, I do the big, <clears throat> I'm high, high, high protein, um, lots of, lots of vegetables, low carb, not, not completely zero carb, but, but kind of very low carb. I don't, I don't eat a lot of pasta. I don't eat a lot of, I don't, I rarely eat bread, if at all, or rice or, or pasta, things like that. Um, I'm, I'm heavily focused on eating a good amount of protein and, and a very big breakfast and a, a small lunch. So I will eat, like I will go out. Like if I, look, I'm, I I generally don't go to McDonald's anymore, but if I were the one I think I've gone once in the last two years, but if I were the one time I might've gone, I think I would, I would get like a quarter pounder of cheese or whatever and throw out the bread and just eat the protein. Oh. So I don't, I don't like stress about, um, bringing a lunch or or packing a lunch I just make sure that wherever I go to lunch it's light and and it's protein filled um you know so you know there's a chick-fil-a I'll I'll have chicken and chick-fil-a grilled chicken oh yeah Or or, I'll go get deli you know at at a store now or or an egg or a couple eggs or things like that you know for lunch so I I kind of just incorporate what I eat into my my daily life, and then it works because I don't feel like I'm as deprived. When I was losing, I was pretty—I uh, was more more diligent, and, and, and I still count my calories daily. But I—I I was much more aggressive about about my choices. But now, as long as I, I've got protein, vegetables, I eat three meals a day, and then I don't snack pretty much most
0: days, um, it works. So you also. So so you also wrote, wrote a book about your, your journey. Uh can you tell us a little bit about the, the book?
1: I'm right I'm writing a book. It's it's gonna be called The Fat Lawyer's Guide to Losing Weight. Um just sort of an every professional person experience of, of how to do it. I'm not a nutritionist, I'm, I'm not an educator I'm not a exercise or physiologist or something like that, but I I just have a story that I think um works. I, I tried tried to, to lose weight, and it, it didn't work. I, I tried every single diet, you know, The Zone, Atkins, um, Kato, Kato, whatever call called, um, everything. <laughs> uh, and and I, I, Weight Watchers, all of them, and, um, you know, Slim Fast, I mean, there was nothing I, I didn't try. None of them ultimately worked. What ultimately worked was I just chose to eat a certain way uh, with a certain amount of calories with uh, sort of prohibition against most, not uh, all, but most um, uh, carbs, and in and exercising, and, and increasing my exercise over time, that's what works. So I think I have a story to tell. I think that it's difficult uh, for practicing professionals um, to lose weight, and uh, I'm hoping uh, to inspire some people to to get active, to get healthy, and and to, uh, to achieve what I was able to achieve. Because I believe, believe me, if I could do it after all those years. Anybody else can. Something special.
0: Now, the saddest thing when I was big, Matt, was um, you would go into a restaurant, and you had been there for multiple times, and then the people that worked there not only knew your name, but they knew your order. <laughs> and oh, uh, I mean,
1: would they call you number six?
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know, that, at least you got your food faster that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I did not think of it like that.
1: But, but, you know, but it's not about, you know, you can't deprive yourself either, though. I mean, I think that's kind of what I've learned as I've been maintaining is that you just have to continue to make the same good choices, but eat around the stuff. Like, you know, I'll go out to dinner, you can have a piece of fish, and instead of getting, you know, the, the, the vat of rice with it, and, you know, the fried whatever on top of it, you just get, you know, the grilled piece, and you get a couple vegetables, and, you know, if you do that... You know, it satiates itself and you're not you're full, and then you, you know, you move on. You know, it's like it's about those choices. I think that it gets worse sometimes if you say, oh, Look, I'm never going to go to dinner again, or I'm never going to have you know, Chinese food again. I love Chinese food, I'm never going to have Chinese food again. Um, you know, maybe I won't have it as that much, which I don't have it as much, like I, I miss it a little bit, yeah. but when I have it, I'll let myself go, and you know, maybe then I won't have it for another six months. But
0: it just you have to just be
1: you have to learn to make the choices that other people make to stay healthy and happy and fit, and fit.
0: Are there some places you just won't... I mean, like, as far as restaurants go that you just won't even go to because you know yourself and you'll pick out and probably gain back some of the weight that you had already lost?
1: Yeah, I I, I, I tend to shy away from um, the Italian restaurants that I love. I I I now probably limit myself to a couple times a year for the Chinese food places. I said a lot about Chinese foods now. You know, I'm making everybody want it a pooper platter conversation. Um <laughs> you know so I I you know I, I I do make choices. I like to go to places that have fish or chicken or um you know stuff where where I can get protein and then and then get vegetables. And there are places to do that. I mean steakhouses, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a small steak and, and then having to, you know, a big order of uh, you know, steamed broccoli and a salad with light dressing. I and mean, that's fine. So you just kinda learn around it. But I, I think my traps are, you know, things like I, I, I haven't been to like a some of the Italian restaurants I used to go I haven't been um at all. Um just because, you know, I don't want I I, I think it'd be difficult. But I over time I think I'm I'm learning to expand my horizons a little bit and and, and more importantly, if I have a bad meal, I'm working out. Uh, um, I'll run, you know, six miles. I'll I'll do the things to kind of help burn the energy and burn the fat if I eat a little bit more. And then the best thing, I think or maybe the most important thing is it's just the next day you just get back on the horse, so to speak. You get back to eating the way you ate for the eight days before you went to the Chinese food buffet.
0: So it's just one, one day at a time then? Yeah. It's one day and then you build from
1: there. You know, I, have one, you know, maybe had one bad day, but then make sure the next five days are good and keep going from there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's okay to have like a little snack or something that isn't exactly the healthiest. Uh, so let me let me ask you now: uh, now What are your go-to snacks now that uh, you've lost all this weight? I mean, do you go to like Jello or pudding or anything like I that? Don't,
1: I don't. I don't snack all that much. When I do, I got. I love grapes. You know, so I'll I'll have I'll, I'll grapes. Um, you know, nuts aren't bad, but you gotta be careful how many you have. So I'll reach for those. Um, but I'm, I'm still in the, uh, I'm still in the anti snacking kind of phase. I, but I don't, I don't want to preach that. I think that there are snacks you can have. I mean, I think a piece of fruit, um, nuts, um, those kind of things are okay. I, I do show er, there was some protein, like stick of cheese or something. Um, I do shy away from things that uh, you know are sugary or like you know those bars. I'm not a big like those fiber bars, things like that. Oh yeah, I, it, it, they have a ton. of, What I found was when I wasn't back to the beginning of the story when I when I got stuck before I recommitted, and anyway, while I wasn't losing the weight, those that was my snack with those those fiber. Bars and those kind of things, or granola bars, things like that, um, or the or the, the bars that you know are supposed to help you lose weight to to, to keep you on you know not too hungry. Those I felt when I was having those that, that given them the calories they had and the sugar that they had, they were defeating the purpose of losing weight. That's what I found for my body, and so I I don't do those. So I I, I tend to try to have something more natural, like some turkey or, or cheese or nuts or things like that, and then for the most part. Um, I stick away from uh, from uh,
0: snacking. And just think about all the money you're saving too, Matt, because whenever you go out to eat, I look at some of these prices, and it don't oh, exactly. keep, keep going up and up and up from here. Well, the good
1: thing is now with, with uh, COVID, with these poor restaurants,
0: you know, it's all takeout
1: anyway. So that, that makes it, in some way, for the most part, that makes it a little bit easier in terms of some of the choices.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and then you have that that DoorDash too. So all these people already delivering food to you, so uh, you, so you don't even have to go to the restaurant.
1: No, you don't. But you know, I don't call I I, I don't call the DoorDash. I you know, but I'm I'm better than that. Now. I uh I'll I'll uh, I'll go. I'll pick it up, and then you know, try not to eat in the car. Bring it home and, and make that make make the the right choice you know I, I don't go out as much as I used to do I mean I think that, yeah that's I'm the way too so, yeah my you know I used to go out to eat and to be social now now I try to uh, you know well now it's harder to do that anything the world, but i i I try to like not make everything about food as much either. I think that helps I think yeah. that, that's a good way to do it. Don't always make every social activity about food and drinking try to I mean, it's harder to do now obviously it's oh, yeah. to do but uh, I think try to. De emphasize food as part of the social, I mean, it's a trigger in some ways. You know, I, I try to keep food in some ways separate from that so that because it's so easy when you used to go out or you go out now, even if you can't be outside, is when you're being social, I think you tend to eat more. And then you tend to drink more, and then the calories add up. It makes it much more difficult as a general rule, I think, to, to stay in check. Um, but you can do that every once in a while.
0: So uh, that's one thing I was going to ask you. I mean, are you much of a, a drinker uh, per se? Do you have like a drink from time to time?
1: I, I do from time to time, but I'm not much of a drinker. And I I I did cut out alcohol just because it was easy to cut out because of the calories. And I do, I, I don't drink all that often now. It's not because I'm afraid of drinking, but it's more because of the, the calories to make are sometimes wasted. But I will have an occasional drink right now. I, but I think when I was losing, because I, I always divided into when I was losing, what I did, what I'm doing now. When I, when I was losing the weight, I didn't drink alcohol. Now that I've lost the weight and I've maintained and I'm maintaining and maintained, I think, almost for, I don't know, going on a good amount of time now, I think. Um, I will have a drink here and there, but not, but not, I shouldn't, here and there is like, you know, once once every two
0: weeks or something. But, but I still limit
1: it. I still limit it because of the calories. That's the thing.
0: Was it pretty bad for you uh, when you were heavy? I mean, would you be drinking like maybe I don't know, I mean, maybe like a six pack or something? I know that's kind of no,
1: no. I was never. I I was an eater, not a drinker. Oh,
0: okay. I, you know, so I. But you know, I would drink
1: if I went out, but I I, I didn't. I wouldn't. It wasn't the drinking or alcohol that that led led to the weight. That was easy for me to give it up um, when I was losing because it was just wasted calories for me. I'd rather have a sandwich than uh, than have. Than have a uh, you know a glass of wine. Uh, I do love wine. I, I and that, I you know, know.
0: That's interesting. Since you did like the the Italian restaurants, those are like the first things that they try to serve you as, but you is the wine. Oh, absolutely.
1: And I drink, I, I collect wine. and drink wine, but I, I I collect it more than I drink it. To
0: be honest. <laughs> What's the oldest but bottle we, of wine that you have? Um,
1: I I like I I love um the Napa stuff. The, the the Oregonian stuff's great. Oh yeah. I mean I like Bordeaux and things like that. Um I'm going amazing. over your I, head I, head I, head. I was More French. More more French and American that I got into than Italian. Italian I have to learn. I don't know as much about Italian wine. I don't if anything. I know enough to to be dangerous um for American wines and, and, and probably a little bit of French wines here and there. But not not um, uh, as much as I love Italian food, I I, I need to do better. I think that's my next my next thing. But well, if we get shut down again, the pandemic, I think I'm gonna become an expert in Italian wine because I don't have as much. I don't have it enough. As
0: much as I need to understand it, I, I need to
1: understand a little bit
0: more to have more of it because I do love the food. Sure, sure. So uh, this book that you're writing, uh, what is the overall message um, that you try to convey? I think that you may have said a little bit uh, about it earlier, but uh, what is the one thing that you want people to know when when you're writing this book?
1: That anybody can lose weight,
0: (laughs) and you can do it
1: any way you choose to. There's a million ways to do it, but it's about you choosing the right way for yourself. And if you do that and you stick with it and you commit to it and then you recommit to it when you get stuck and you will get stuck, uh, you'll get through it and you'll end up
0: achieving the goals that you're looking to do. Gotcha. So when is the the book set set to come out?
1: Uh, No publication date. I'm doing it now. I'm hoping to get it finished in the next three or four months.
0: And uh, we have not uh, touched on your, your practice as well. You are a, a lawyer, a uh, family divorce lawyer, right? Yes, I'm a, a family law lawyer or
1: divorce lawyer um,
0: up here in Massachusetts. So what
1: are,
0: uh, maybe this is kind of like a, a generic question, but I'm trying to to promote your, your business as well. Um, but uh, what are some of the um, higher end cases that you may have taken if you can talk about that?
1: Uh, we take all sorts of crazy stuff um there's never a dull day uh we do a lot of high conflict uh child custody cases we do a lot of high conflict divorce cases um you know we we are we're, we're we're in the midst of it um you know we 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 do everything from A to Z regarding family law that's, that's all we do um i'm in i'm in framingham i have uh, three other lawyers that worked with us that they was awesome that uh, specialized in this in family law and uh, I, I've seen it all you're going to ask what have you think you know I'm trying to think of a good story we, we I, I've seen it all <laughs> 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 I mean it, it, there, there's nothing I'm going to put it this way. there's nothing a divorce lawyer hasn't seen and there's nothing that would surprise
0: me do you have uh, do you have those clients that uh, no matter who they marry they just come to you and just want to get a divorce I mean do you ever have like well, the same have- clients over over and over again
1: um, yeah, we, we love repeat customers. Yeah. Um, but but one of one of one of the best things in divorce is a, uh, that we always say to people is uh a ten doesn't marry a two and a two doesn't marry a ten.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> take that for what's worth. <laughs> is that your so is that the, the company's slogan, a two doesn't marry a ten, a ten doesn't marry a two?
1: Uh, I can't take credit for it. So oh <laughs>
0: But we thought I I would
1: say I would say it's industry standard.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, Matt, uh, thank you so much for your time, sir, for coming on. Um, congratulations on the 83 pound weight loss. Thank you. I I appreciate that. And congratulations
1: to you for your weight loss and, uh, stay fit, stay thin, stay happy, stay well. And, uh, we're all in this together.
0: We are that, you know what, that's probably the best part about all this. We're all in this together right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Matt, uh, thank you so much, sir, for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and have them like the Great Scott Podcast Facebook page.